0: Okay, when you're when you're when you go to functional medicine, most people who come to my office are coming in for chronic conditions. Okay, they're not coming in because their diabetes is off. Um, some come in for weight loss, but the vast majority coming in here with dizziness, vertigo, balance, migraines, fibromyalgia, peripheral apathy, chronic fatigue, irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's disease, rheumatoid arthritis. I mean, it's most people come in here with with uh, chronic conditions that usually have an autoimmune component to it. And, or, 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 and frequently also have a stress component to it. You put those two things together and your entire system starts to collapse. Varies from person to person. So there's a, a number of different, pretty well-defined and known categories as to how to address those problems. But the problem is on the internet, they're not well-defined. You're, you have a million different people talking about a million different things and you think, oh, it must be that one, this one. It's not that way. So we've, so, so we've talked about the bowels, we've talked about large and small intestines, we've talked about leaky gut. Even though it's very difficult to clearly say this is the next thing, um, next thing we're going to talk about is going to be chemical sensitivities because you can't get chemical sensitivities without having a leaky gut. <laughs> okay, so we've already dealt with a leaky gut. You almost can't have Chemical sensitivities. If you have a strong frontal lobe, now we have not talked about that because that's separate. That's that's like that's like functional neurology. But, but but we will talk about it as time goes on. You almost can't ha- you almost can't have chemical sensitivities if you're if you're if you have enough glutathione. So we so let's talk about multiple chemical sensitivities. So chemical sen- sensitivities. I have patients that come in here. And uh, and some of them, I've had the patients come here and go, I can't be in here. Well, I'd say, why? Well, we don't, I don't know. There's just something in here that, uh, you know, I can smell your, your front desk person who is like 100 feet away has cologne on or something along those lines. And, that, and, and so essentially when, when, when you have that amount of sensitivity, it's called, it's called chemical uh, a, a intolerance and, and, and frankly, it's uh, it's intolerance of your of, of of many things. So so it's uh, so it's a, it's an it's auto, it's us, there's usually autoimmunity involved, but it's self intolerance. There you're you're um, ultimately your, your chemically your system is intolerant to chemicals. Now, how do you get chemical sensitivities? Okay, there's a couple of different ways that you get them. We'll walk through how do you get them. You you get them one or two ways. You get them. Let me, let me rephrase that. As you, as you, you there's two types of chemical sem- sensitivities. Maybe that's a better way of going about it. Uh, there's like a chemical sensitivity where you're just like blasted by it. You're blasted by it. You, uh, you, 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 you work in a gas station, you, you work in a laundromat. I guess, I don't know if people still work in laundromats, but you work in a laundromat. You're somewhere where you're continually uh, exposed to, oh, you work in a hairdresser or where or, uh, or, uh, um, you would get your nails done or something like that. We we're continually exposed to, to chemicals. And, and a lot of times these chemicals will go in, they just overwhelm your liver. You have detoxification mechanisms to get rid of this stuff. You have, in your liver, you have several pathways that are designed to detox your body. One is specifically designed to detox these chemicals. And it's a glutathione pathway. So a lot of you have heard of glutathione and, and, and glutathione is kind of cool when it comes to this. For the person who just has like an overload, okay, basically the glutathione comes in, the chemical comes in, okay, and it comes in, and, and here it is, and it, and that this is the chemical right there, and it comes in, and the glutathione does this, <laughs> and the glutathione grabs it, and then it like, I don't know if you can see me do this, but it does this, it goes, <laughs> and it beats it up, and it chops it up, and it kills it, and it crushes it, and that's what glutathione does. And it makes it so that it can, it can be managed by your liver and that it can be detoxified by your liver, by your, by your gallbladder, by, your, by your, your intestines and then go out into the toilet, the urine, your sweat and get out of you, okay? So that's one. So that's an easy one because it's easy and it's not because if you have that type of chemical sensitivity that and then your, your 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 liver frequently and your detoxification mechanisms frequently can take care of it but the number one thing to do is to get away from it okay and if it happens to be your job then that makes it maybe not so easy to get away from it but that is one type of chemical sensitivity just to clear things up now this, now the type of chemical sensitivity that normally walks in here into probably the in most functional medicine practices is different it's a chemical sensitivity where you develop what I already talked about when I said chemical intolerance. And what happens is the chemical comes in to your system and it attaches to a protein. So proteins are, most people know proteins, muscle, proteins, muscle. <laughs> proteins are like do everything in your body, like everything. They, they, they become enzymes, they just do a zillion things, okay? So proteins carry things around in your body. All, all of your hormones have to attach to a protein to fly around your body before they get attached into a cell and then go into your cell, okay? So it's the same thing with chemicals. There, there are chemicals that come into your system and then they attach to a protein and then they become a new what's called antigen they become a new irritant to your immune system okay and so your immune system so so now it's not even that it's the chemical it's that it's the chemical attached to the protein why is this why is this important because this is the person i was just talking about that walks in the front door and goes i gotta get out of here i can't i can't take your clone. i don't well well i haven't put on clone in three days i can still smell it Okay, that's that person. They have developed a chemical to- intolerance. This has now become an immune problem because your sy- the immune system has developed a sensitivity to this new antigen. There's no longer a chemical problem. This is a problem to the chemical being attached to this, this protein called albumin particularly, okay? And it attaches to that and now it becomes an issue. <clears throat> it, because it's not something that can just be cleared by your liver. That it, it's and, and what do we do for all chemicals um, and or metals? We detox the liver, we detox, 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 but uh, it, it, it's about more than that. <clears throat> so if you have the second one, which mo, it, which if you have multiple chemical sensitivities, if you have intolerance to smells, jewelry, if you have intolerance to shampoos, lotions, detergents, multiple ke- smell and constant skin outbreaks. If you have like a combination of those, um, then this is probably what's happening to you. Not the overload, the liver comes in, it goes, it's gone. Maybe you can detox it out of you by doing a liver detox or taking a bunch of glutathione and you're fine. But for those of you who have these real chemical sensitivities, you know you've done that and it's either not worked or it's worked for a little time and it's come back. So, okay, so that's chemical sensitivity. So who gets? chemical sensitivity, the second one, the one that shows up in, in, in offices all over the country, the one that can't be taken care of, the one where people come in with masks over their face and, and these types of things, okay? It's a, combination. it's a combination of a number of compromises that have already become present in your system before you, before you got there. We already talked about glutathione and its ability to take the chemical and crush it. Now that's the ability to take the chemical and crush it, but it doesn't work that cleanly when the chemical attaches to the albumin and becomes an antigen and becomes an actual, like, like something that, that your body sees as a foreign object. It sees, it sees it now, it sees the chemical as more than just a chemical. It sees it as something that's going to assault its immune system. So, so usually people who become sensitive to this have lost um, immune tolerance already. Now, immunity, autoimmune, your immune system, you picture it as flying around in your bloodstream and, and, and maybe attacking viruses and stuff like that. And that is correct. There is a part of your immune system that does that. But vast majority of your immune system is located on the inside of your sinuses, inside your throat, on the inside of your lungs, on the inside of your intestines, and on the inside of the blood vessels in your brain to keep out all the bad guys. This is where all the bad guys enter in and your brain has its own separate barrier because nature kind of like says, brain's pretty important, so like maybe we should take care, doubly good care of that and keep the crap out of there, right? So, so basically, People who get multiple chemical sensitivities usually have these barriers. They're called barriers. They're called the blood-brain barrier, the lung barrier, the intestinal barrier. We talked last week about intestinal permeability. That's the intestinal barrier. That's why we're kind of doing it in this order, okay? If you have intestinal permeability, you're more susceptible. Doesn't mean you're gonna get it, but you're more susceptible. If you have intestinal permeability or lung permeability, or you have bad blood brain barrier permeability, you're gonna be more susceptible to this. If you have overwhelming infections, let's say you've had leaky gut for years and you have food sensitivities and it's overwhelming your liver and your liver isn't detoxing as well, you're going to be more susceptible to this. You're usually gonna be more susceptible to this if you have glutathione deficits. If I remember correctly, I think even though the glutathione pathway is one pathway, I think it's I think it's responsible for up to like sixty or seventy percent of the uh, of the detoxification that the liver does. If you have good glutathione, it's almost impossible to develop autoimmunity. If you have good glutathione, you um, are probably not going to get chemical sensitivities. Okay, however. A lot of us don't have good glutathione because we're stressed. We have infections. We have viral infections. We have pathological infections. We're stressed out of our minds. We have leaky guts. We have SIBO. We have H. pylori. All of those things put a sh- or we drink <laughs> or we drink a lot of alcohol or we're taking like five or six or seven or eight medications. Uh, all these things that put a strain on the drug. Maybe we maybe we maybe we have fatty liver. All of these things will create a a challenge and a deficit in that area and glutathione can become compromised. And when it becomes compromised, you now are more susceptible to these particles that come in attached to the protein that are supposed to be cleared by there and they can't clear it. And then maybe you have a big stress, maybe you get a a trauma, maybe you get a surgery, maybe you have a, a, a emotional trauma uh, in women's cases, maybe you have a child. All of these things that create a, 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 a huge stress response of cortisol. Cortisol is a, is a, is a hormone in your, in your adrenals. Cortisol, is, most of you know it as a stress hormone. What also happens to have a lot to do with your immune system, has a lot to do with those barrier systems, has a lot to do with blood or sugar that's in your liver that it has to move out. You put this huge demand on your system and boom, the next thing you know, you have an autoimmune problem. Uh, so, and, and along with an autoimmune problem, you can get, uh, you, can, you can, that, that can also be one of the things that can cause you to have these multiple chemical sensitivities. Not everybody that comes in here mul- has multiple chemical sensitivities, has an autoimmune problem, but in my pa- patient population, most of the people come in here have an, who have multiple chemical sensitivities has an autoimmune problem. So. And the other thing that, so the things that you'll see in the person that, um, that gets these chemical sensitivities, just to recap, because I, I didn't say everything. You're gonna see low glutathione. You're gonna see barrier system problems. You're gonna see leaky gut. And we talked last week about, I think the best test for it is a Cyrex-2 test. Um, have, again, I have no financial interest with Cyrex-2, zero. Okay, I just think that's the best test. Um, lung barrier test. You want to find out if your lungs are good. Start taking deep breaths like that. If you feel, I mean really deep breaths and then really throw it out. You see how you heard a wheeze in me? That's because I had a pneumonia that lasted for almost uh, almost six weeks back in the early 2000s and it damaged, and it damaged lung tissue for me. So I have a bad lung barrier, which I take care of which I take care of. And, and so, but that could tell you if you have a bad lung barrier. If you have COPD, if you have asthma, if you have bronchi, if you have, you have a bad lung barrier, if you have any of that stuff. And, and a bad blood brain barrier is a little bit more difficult um, to, 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 to determine uh, as far as figuring it out. Uh, some of the things that we do to figure it out—I'm not sure—I should share with you online. <laughs> so there are challenges of, uh, of certain uh, neurotransmitters that, if you take them and you fall asleep, you can look it up online. I'm not—I'm I'm actually not going to get into that because I think it's something that should be done in a doctor's office. But—but but I will say this: You know, if you eat a food and it makes you woozy, uh, you probably—you probably have a—you you probably, you you probably have a bad blood-brain barrier. If you find if you, if, if you, um, you're one of those people who like takes a bowel movement and all of a sudden your whole brain clears up, you probably have a bad lung, blood brain barrier. There's, there's a number of things like that, but those are some of the more practical ways of trying to determine whether you have a bad blood brain barrier. So if you have a bad blood brain barrier or a bad lung barrier or an intestinal brain barrier, or all three of them, <clears throat> you're susceptible you're very susceptible to getting this. If you have um, uh, any of the other things I talked about, if you have a fatty liver, if you have low glutathione, um, most people don't know that, a lot of people don't know what glutathione is, those who have it don't know it can be tested. If you have low vitamin D, if you're one of those who went to the doctor and your vitamin D is like really, really, really low, and the doctor goes, oh wow, it's really low, you, 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 you want to think of two things. You, uh, you want well. You want to think of. of I should get my vitamin D. up. Um, people, most people coming to my office that have low vitamin D. Autoimmunity has a lot to do with that. Uh, and, and 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 if you have low vitamin D and multiple chemical sensitivities, they kind of go together. If you got low vitamin D, that's a bit of a problem. Now, chemical sensitivities. Uh, this chemical, this 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 situation of chemical sensitivities also morphs over into the metals. Okay, and so so this is kind of like this is kind of like a little bit of a controversial area because there are entire um, areas of the alternative world that have hung their hat on heavy metals, and the heavy metals is a whole topic unto itself. And I'm gonna. Sp- Briefly, kind of try to go over that topic with you because this is a this this can be a big part of this, but you have to be very careful about how you go about them, how you evaluate whether you have them. If you're doing hair analysis, if you're doing urine analysis, if you're doing things like that for heavy metals, these these are not very good thing, uh, uh, tests for heavy metals. Stop throwing tomatoes at the at the at the camera there because I'm sorry, they're not. Now you can take a serum test you can look if you take a hair analysis and you take a urine analysis your analysis is very inaccurate because it's already after your liver and your and your kidneys have already cleared everything and and and, and I know a lot of you use these and you think they're very accurate but everybody has heavy metals like everybody you're a met, you are metals okay you're eating iron right every day you're 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 you're, you're breathing things in you go to gas stations you get you everybody's got heavy metals we 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 eat you know we eat so that we can get magnesium and that we can get all of these metals into us because we need them right we need them to make red blood cells and so on and so forth so it's not unnatural that we would have heavy metals in our body it is unnatural to have too many uh and 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 but how do you figure that out it's not through the hair it's not through urine analysis now you can take blood and do serum to find out if you have heavy metals and that's okay it, it it'll tell you if you have heavy metals but it usually is only going to tell you if you have heavy metals in the last couple of days so again i go back to cyrex just because so, and, and 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 i'll go back to Cyrex again i don't have any affiliation with them these people picked up the mantle 10 years ago uh, or so and 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 they were the one who said there's a huge autoimmune population out there we need to know what to do to help them, and they continue to work to develop testing to help those of us who wish to do this. And they do have a chemical intolerance. Again, we're talking about intolerance now too. They do have a chemical intolerance test. Now here's the deal. Okay, I told you about. I, I already just said the urine's not good, and the in, in the in the uh, um, in the hair analysis is not good, and the serum's kind of good because those are more for the person who just gets the inundation, okay? They get the inundation, it's there. If you wait long enough, it's gonna go away. Um, uh, and and it, If you do a liver detox, it's gonna go away. If you do a liver detox and take some glutathione, it's gonna go away, all right? But, the difference is, and, 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 and uh, this gives me the opportunity to s- tell you what the difference is for the chemical that comes in and attaches to the albumin. This becomes a new antigen. When the chemical comes in and attaches to albumin, it becomes a new antigen. This goes for metals too, okay? And so when it comes in and it becomes a new antigen, an antigen is something that is attacking you, okay? An antigen would be a virus, a bacteria, or something like that, okay? But this is an antigen. It's a chemical. It's an environmental antigen. It's a chemical attached to your human. And when that happens, your immune system goes, oh, that's like, a, like not supposed to be there." Let's create something called an antibody to it, okay? So that we can tag it, so that the next time it comes in, the immune system can 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 uh, uh, um, kill it. But it's a little different because it's a chemical. It's not a bug. It's not something that's got DNA that it can be killed. But, it, but here's the point. You're not really going to have problems with heavy metals unless you have developed antibodies to that complex. So for the people who have the mercury people, go get all the mercury out of your mouth which I did back in the day and it didn't do anything for me. And I was chronic fatigue, immunodeficiency, disease. That was, uh, you know, it, which is, we didn't know what it was back then. And, and, I, and I did have my mercury taken out, It didn't do anything. Okay. But there are some people who get the mercury taken out and it's like a miracle, right? These people have developed antibodies to the metal. Now that has to be taken care of. So, what is the challenge there? Is the challenge to get rid of the metal or is the challenge to dampen the antibodies? The challenge is to dampen the antibodies. And that can still go back to, you know, if you have the things that you were suffering from that made you susceptible to getting the chemical sensitivity in the first place, usually have to be taken care of. If you have a leaky gut, if you have a bad blood brain barrier, if you have bad lung barriers, they have to be treated. What, and then treating the leaky gut is treating the leaky gut. You want to know about that, look at our last episode and, and, and that can get a little bit involved depending on what's going on in your gut. And we talked about testing for that. And, 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 but, but stress, if, 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 if it's because you're stressed, stress will cause you to create a lot of cortisol that can, that can affect your liver, that could actually cause fatty liver. Okay, so so you have to fix those things, and then you have to dampen immunity. Well, what are two things that dampen immunity the best? Well, ironically, one of them is glutathione. Uh, it dampens the immune response against your barrier systems, particularly your intestines and your brain. Well, and your lungs, all three of them. And then the other one I, I mentioned was vitamin D. Vitamin D is low because either you have an immune system or you have something that's causing your system to overfire, your, your immune system to overfire. And then vitamin D is what stops your immune system from from flaring up too much and attacking things that it shouldn't, like in autoimmunity. So in autoimmunity, vitamin D is usually low because it's being used that well. the Same thing once you've made this chemical connection, okay, with the metal attaching to something and then an antibody being created, that's like an autoimmunity. It's not. But it's it's very similar to your immune system, like an autoimmunity. And so the vitamin D is trying to help you to dampen that the, the attack uh, against it, and, and eventually the vitamin D goes low. So vitamin D is a big part. But I mean, it, but but it's like you have to treat it like an autoimmunity. You have to figure out what your food sensitivities are. You have to figure out you have to figure out uh, um, um, uh, the leaky gut have to get the barrier systems under control you get your glutathione up get vitamin d up and and then you can do like your detox then you can do your liver detox most of you who talk about these chemicals do uh, now at home liver detoxes and stuff like that now a lot of you go well what about the uh, what the, what about the actual chelations i do chelation i just have one patient i have one patient who just came up from uh texas i think it was oh no well, wherever they came from, it, it doesn't matter. And so I just have one patient from out of state and, and, and very, very educated in the world of uh, the internet and all the different millions of things that are the miracle cure and that you can... And, and the metal group is like one of those. It's all metals. It's metals. You gotta, and you have to chelate it. And then, of course, chelation, I don't know, of course, if you know this, like years ago, chelation, it had cost like thirty thirty five thousand $35,000 to go through this chelation and get the metals chelated out of you. We have several doctors in Northern Nevada who do chelation, and um, and so I'm very familiar with it because I went through it <laughs> and I did it. And uh, But now they have chelation online, they have different types of chelation. It's a very dangerous thing to do for someone who, has all of these compromises, okay? Because if you're using like DMPS, if you're using DMSA to challenge yourself to find out if you have heavy metals with the urinary thing, or you're using it along with other things to try to pull it out of your system, or if you're actually going to the doctor and having it chelated out of you, if you have all those things going on, you're pulling metals out of your system and they're gonna eventually find their way through your bad blood brain barrier to your brain. Into your nervous system. Does this ever happen? I have had probably three dozen patients come in here after they've been chelated and they have severe neurological symptoms. They've been told it's just a detox, it's a herxing thing. Uh, they've been told all these different things. It is, it is. I. My mentor was talking about it, Dr. Krosny was talking about it in a seminar that I went to that he he put on last week. And he almost quit practice when, when he had two people that he sent for chelation get worse. One of them ended up in a wheelchair from neurological damage from, from, from having this. I'm not telling you thinking, he talked about this at the seminar. He, he fully uh, talked about this. So you have to be very careful. It, if, if metals are a perpetuating factor in your disease uh, issue, you have to get rid of those other things first. You have, a lot of times, when we're doing the hierarchy of functional medicine and we do the gut, we do the SIBO and we're, and, and we're healing up the intestinal permeability, getting rid of the bugs, whatever the hierarchy is for that patient, a lot of times these chemical sensitivity symptoms disappear without doing any type of echelation. Now, if we do all of that and there's still chemical sensitivity symptoms it is only at that point in time where the blood-brain barriers heal, the gut-brain barriers heal, the lung barriers heal. Your glutathione stores are up. Your vitamin D is good. You've taken care of any of the bugs. You have the immune system as pristine as you're going to get it. In that person, at that time, it's potentially okay to do some sort of chelation, because now when you draw those metals out of your system, they're not going to go into your brain. I mean, they're going to go a lot of other places but you don't want them in your brain. You don't want metals in your brain or, in, in, or attacking your nervous system. And, and so, you know, and even that is still a little iffy. Maybe if the person's doing really, 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 really well, you know, you have a conversation, kind of go like, do we really want to go there? You know, do we want to do that? Um, if, it's, if it's a matter of going and taking the mercury out of your mouth, that's a different animal. If, if you have antibodies to the mercury and you go take the mercury out of your mouth, you're probably going to feel better. It's it's going to be one of those miracles. Oh my God! Like everything's gone. That's the cause of everybody's fibromyalgia. No, it's the cause of your fibromyalgia because you had antibodies to your to your to the mercury in here. But chelating is a different animal, okay? Chelating is a different animal, and and that's a point where you have to have a uh, a a serious discussion with your with, with your practitioner as to you know what their feeling is on it. What they what are they using? How far do they wanna go? Are they gonna like go like the whole full bore and do the whole chelation? Or are they just gonna use uh, the, the oral stuff? Uh, are they, they gonna use chlorophyll? Or are they gonna use like glutathione? Or what are they gonna use? Are they, they gonna use like DMPS or DMSA you might wanna pass? Uh, I know this is religiously uh, heretical to a lot of the heavy metalers out there. <laughs> and uh, but, but trust me, Everything I'm telling you is based on volumes of research and data and clinical uh, trial and error. So um, so that's multiple chemical sensitivities. Now, I mean, I, again, you could, do, you could do hours on it and, and that type of stuff. So multiple chemical sensitivities, heavy metals, that's, uh, that pretty much covers it for today. So I hope that you enjoyed that. I will be very interested to hear your comments on this. Either way, <laughs> uh, if you're if you're enjoying this, then then you know please don't miss next week. Next week is kind of a big big deal in most people's uh, uh, journey to wellness. So okay, that's it for this week. Thank you for watching again, and uh, take care. This will conclude the episode. Thanks for tuning in.